What's keeping you from making an impact with video? Are you bringing the energy? Are you trying to make more sales? Or do you just need a job? On this episode of Dealcasters, LinkedIn expert Judy Fox takes the stage, grabs the hot mic, and lays out her pillars of how to rock your videos that deliver results. You don't want to miss this one. Fox rocks right now. So let's introduce the one, the only, amazing Judy Fox. That's right. That's right. There we go. Yes. I can even put them on top of the LinkedIn hat so I could say I was LinkedIn like a fox when I went to conferences. Wow. Always be branding. That's very, it's about being memorable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So, Judy. I know you've been busy. I mean, you're raising your your son and and a puppy as well, right? I don't know yes. who's I don't more know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you continue to use video. You're doing a lot even on TikTok now, right? I did get started on TikTok. I dipped my toe in it because I think it is a powerful place, but I definitely have not gone all the way in the deep end of TikTok. But it is. It's tempting. It's tempting to dive all the way into TikTok. <laughs> I have not done that yet. Every once in a while, like they started to talk about TikTok shopping. I have seen people blow up on TikTok with Amazon links to be able to say, this is what I bought. So yes, I actually see the power of that because I had a, I had a video go to half a million views on TikTok, over 10,000 likes. 10,000 wow. people saw my backyard and everything that I purchased for my backyard because it was a before and after. And so I got so many questions. Where did you buy your um, lights? Where did you buy your couch? Where did you get those cushions? Where did you get that? uh, Everything. It honestly is a powerful place. We joke around, but it's like TikTok made me buy it. When people were asking you about all that stuff, it was just replies to that video and you were just replying with your Amazon associates or your affiliate link. And You guys have to show me how to do that. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Just, yeah, don't <laughs> sleep on the, that money, Judy. No, no, I need to get a hold of both of you and yes. you need to show me. Can I just say how such a noob I am at trying to figure that out? I tried to fill that out and I had no idea how to do it. We can definitely. I help got you. lost. I was like, please, I buy a million of these. Judy, we had, was it our first or second show, Chris, where we had someone after listening actually said, I'm buying Start the gear I need and I'm starting a podcast. Oh, that's amazing. And that's what we love about what we're doing on this show, really, is that we're helping people. And that's why we brought you on today, Judy, because we know you can help people create video that rocks. And behind the scenes, I also really like searching out what I think is the best gear. If I had to pat myself on the back, I don't like buying crappy stuff. (laughs) Can that be be a blunt message? (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that, and you know what? That's that's so. I think that's such an important statement. In fact, we talk about it. People always talk about cost when it comes to gear. I say it's an investment. So I, I think you're right on. It's right. You know, if you have to save your money to get that right piece of gear instead of getting, like you said, crap. Um, or having to buy it multiple times over and over because you bought something that didn't actually serve the whole purpose you really needed it to serve. Right. So, so Judy, what got you started in doing video? I mean, because when you look at your background, right? Chemical engineer, business uh, you know, consultant and really were involved in stuff that seemed like to have nothing to do with video. I mean, how did that happen? My two starts to video really started with two things. I joined Toastmasters and I wanted to document my talks. Uh, Not from a place of anyone else seeing it, but from a place of I want to improve being a public speaker. So I filmed these Toastmasters presentations, humor speech, and all the different challenges they give you to craft talks for Toastmasters. Started recording them and I put a few of them out online on YouTube. And one, I think, is at like 20,000 views that people have watched one of my Toastmaster talks and they watch it all the way through. Like it's got a really good. I don't know, dwell, whatever the terms, I don't even do YouTube. <laughs> so the point is people are watching this YouTube video of me in my pajamas on stage giving a speech. And I guess that kind of describes me. I was willing to do it back in 2008. 
and post a video online and just thought, well, that's what you use YouTube for. If you want to share your video with your friends or your family, you put it on YouTube. (laughs) It's not like YouTubers are now. (laughs) The second reason I got started and what really led up to finally posting videos on LinkedIn was because I started filming a video every day, as Jim said. And... I was filming it mostly because that felt like the safest way to document my life. By safest, I meant I went through a really, really tough time in my life. And I felt like pointing a camera at myself, nothing... I I could never... How do I say this? Oh gosh, I'm about to say something sensitive. Is that okay? Like, Yeah. But basically, when you go through having to go to court to deal with custody, and I know that there's many people out there who have had to go through that, whether it's a just needing to deal with paperwork and two people that can't quite agree on the agreements. And that is fine. At the end of the day, though, it drilled in me that whatever you put in writing can be used for or against you any time in life. And I think it really drove that home because as I experienced that situation, I had text messages, I had emails being written, written, read, (laughs) verbally read out to an entire courtroom full of people that I never was hoping could ever hear what I texted about needing to go to Target to buy diapers or any kind of random text message, right? So it... It wasn't about what was said in them. I mean, I do have primary custody of my child. Everything is fine. We're all settled. That was over six years ago. But six or seven... Oh my goodness, granted. Seven years ago. I'm going to stop. <laughs> the point is, seven years ago, that happened. But I then felt like nobody can really twist what you say on video. You can take statements out of context in an email. One sentence in an email, if you are sarcastic or if you're being silly, it, it can be read wrong. We all know that. We know we read the news. <laughs> One sentence. And granted, can that happen on video? Yes. But here's the thing. You can then say, we need to see the whole clip. Whereas it feels like in writing, it just felt unsafe at the time. So that forced me, good or bad, to think about, you know what? I'd like to just document my life with my son and I'm raising him. And I just started pointing the camera at myself to document a moment a day. That's all that it was. It was based off of the one second app. There's an app out there that inspires you or it's supposed to inspire you to film a one second video of one second of every day of your life. And then at the end of the year, it compiles into a one year long video. And there you go. So that is what started the whole thing. And that's why I have four years of one second, 10 second videos that I filmed of my life. So you took these one second videos mm-hmm. uh, from and used this this app to do that. Those didn't make their way to LinkedIn. They it's have now. Oh, they have now. I filmed. I ended up deciding to share a one minute of some of those compiled. I don't remember when I compiled it, but I definitely did take a moment after I learned more things about video editing. I learned how I could make my own video was set to music and my son's voice and my voice and kind of put it together. And I was very proud of my one minute video. I should put it out there more, but I did post it once on LinkedIn. It yeah. got got probably like 10,000 views, but it's um, it just meant something to me. So yeah, that's fantastic. And it's, and it's, it's so very, very, very personal, obviously. And, but LinkedIn, at least back when you were doing these one second videos, six, seven years ago or whatever, LinkedIn was at the time, wasn't where it's at in terms of video, but also was a very different platform six or seven years ago than it is now in terms of how people treat it you know, more for business and put on a, you know, your, your nice suit and tie and I wear fox ears on there now. (laughs) Yeah. But now, now it's, it's completely different and people are sharing uh, Mm -hmm. and being more vulnerable and being more transparent. So when you work with people uh, with, with LinkedIn video, do you try to help them be a lot more transparent and vulnerable in their videos? Um, yes and no. I think we think that we need to go all the way over here and open up a whole case of our lives. What I did with that video was I used that video as part of a story to share about why I left a job. I left a job because I actually... That's, that video didn't actually match 
the like it matched the story of why I left my job because I left a job because I actually wanted to spend more time with my son. And I also saw the impact that a toxic workplace was causing on me and my son and the environment it was causing at home to be in a toxic work environment. So I did turn it into a quote unquote professional post. So what I tell people is, we're not there just to see a Facebook video of you or a picture of you and your kid. Like it's not, that is why people say this isn't Facebook. But if you are able to take any image of your whole life or any story, any video, and you put some type of transformation, lesson learned, something that goes with it, then we're here for your career. We're here for your journey. We're here for what you learned from all the moments in your life. And I think that's how the platform and I think about your content. So if somebody works with me, I'm not trying to get them to open up Pandora's box and to see what comes out and be vulnerable and be authentic. Almost you need one degree of a little bit of your personality. We don't... If you don't want to show all of it, don't. We just need like... what We need you to just be a little bit regular. Like a little, like one top, one top button. <laughs> your smile, your smile can be authentic. That's it. Like we just need that. We need some expression. We need some movement. But I don't. Hello and welcome to my video today. Like we don't want that. <laughs> but I think if that's all that I tell people, the reason why four years without ever seeing the light of day, those four years of video, they matter because I got super comfortable shoving a camera in my face. And that was the transformation. That's it. I think a lot of people, part of their hesitation with doing anything, not just a LinkedIn video and and setting up their profile there, but if you want to create a YouTube channel, if you're wanting to do a podcast, you're wanting to do a live show on Amazon, you've got to get in the reps. You've got to do that first one. Your second one's going to be better than that first one. It's going to, you're going to get to the third one. And eventually, I mean, you're not going to be doing, you know, 300,000 one second videos and cobbling them together with DaVinci Resolve or whatever software you're using for, for your video. But why not have that goal and start with that first one and just power through it? And um, do you ever go back, Judy, to your very first video and watch that video and say, I was just scrolling back to it today to show somebody. <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it wild to see how far? You've come from Yeah, that. it's not only scrolling back to the first video on LinkedIn, but even just the first video I ever posted online, ever, mm-hmm. anywhere. I think that is important because we talk about it, but I think it's still hard because people get so much advice and they get so overwhelmed that their first videos have to be perfect or that the world has moved on. And now the level of entry into LinkedIn or into video or into YouTube is high, right? Like I might scroll all the way back to, I don't know, I know I've scrolled back or I've seen Sean Cannell and Benji Travis, their first videos, because they point that out all the time, by the way. (laughs) Like go look at our first videos. And then they reposted their first videos. And then we sometimes say, and I will challenge anyone listening, I've heard this, Well, that was back then. You could do that back then. And I think the reason why I probably say it's powerful for people to still do that today and show it happening today. So I I feel like I'm a little bit of showing it happening today because some people might say, wait, you just came out of nowhere. I started posting videos March of 2018. But even you getting started today making quote unquote, raw, rough, not perfect videos, awkward on camera, very uncertain, nervous, feeling like you stumble over your words, like all those things that happen. It is truly, I am a story of, I didn't post all those videos, but I still just taking them. You just start taking them. Like it's crazy, the transformation that happened. And if it can, I feel like truly, and I don't mean to be like a little bit, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. But that is a rep that over and over, you cannot help but get better. I think that's so true. And I think, I think the other thing, Judy, is that, you know, it's like you said, I mean, I, I've gone back and watched the first episode of the Tim and Jim show as an example. And it is funny to see how far we've come. And even sometimes watching the intro video that, that Chris put together for us on the Tim and Jim show, it's like, you know, it used to be like having having the cans on and now, you know, and I was sitting in a chair and now I stand up and just all these different things. And I think that's the whole thing, right? I think to your point, I think that 
everyone can be that. It doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago or today that you do your first video. The biggest thing is we're all at different points in the journey. And don't try to compare yourself and say, oh, well, I could never be like Judy Fox or I could... But, but you know what? You're right. You can't be like Judy Fox. You're you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the thing that people have to get over is be yourself and don't try to be someone else. You can learn from people like you, like Chris, but ultimately be yourself. And I think... Because I still struggle... And maybe this is something you can help us with, Judy. I still struggle like with the short form video content because I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm too long-winded. Chris probably would say that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I think the easiest thing I tell people for getting short form content out of themselves is start by doing a Gary Vee model where you take the long form of us on camera right now and you take a clip of yourself just saying what you just said, <laughs> that you struggle with short form content. And you make a post on LinkedIn that says, do you also, do you struggle with short form content? And then you write out a post that literally asks that question. Your video that goes with it is exactly what you just said. And you then say, um, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to follow... Some, you can claim the Gary Vaynerchuk with Judy edits on it. And <laughs> and then you just go down from there. You just share a little bit of tips about what you're going to do and if you're going to keep trying it. But yeah. Yeah, you bring up a great point. It's like, I think a lot of people think when they when they want to do these videos and they're by themselves and they've got their phone, that it's a, it, it's a very singular personal thing. And you're, ta- you're not talking about that. You're saying, I'm going to invite other people along with me on my journey. I'm going to post this video and I'm going to be asking them questions. I'm going mm-hmm. to be pulling them in. And it does two things. It involves other people. So you're going to get more activity, right? But you're getting that feedback. And I think, you know, as po- you know, podcasters do this all the time. They're like, I'm, I don't hear anything. I record it and then I just kind of send it out and I'm not hearing anything. Well, are you asking for that? I mean, are, mm-hmm. are, you, are, you, are you creating content that would compel people to interact with you? And I think that's really key. What you say is, don't just fire up a video and talk about yourself all the time. You know, you talk about yourself, but try to have other people identify with what you're doing and invite them along for the ride. And then you're going to get that interaction. Yeah. Then you're going to get half a million views on TikTok. We do have a question from Jeff C that I think is pretty interesting because it kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier. Is there still uh, I guess space for people just to get started using LinkedIn Live, or is it saturated in your opinion? It is not saturated. Just like I think somebody would say it's not saturated for anyone on video. Have there's a craving for voices that we're gonna love. And I think we still don't know who we're gonna love next. Um, and I think the ability to get on any channel is available. What I would say about LinkedIn video is if you have access, because you have to have access. So that kind of... You got to apply. Keep your application short and simple and make it clear that you know how to do video and that you're going to say normal things. That's pretty much the barrier of entry. (laughs) They just want safe people to be on video. So thank you, Jeff, for the question. So I think... LinkedIn Live. I just did a live stream today and I think it did really well on LinkedIn. And it, again, it's really deeper conversations that happen on live stream. Like, I feel like I'm talking to Jeff right now, Jeff. I'm looking you in your eyes. Like, I feel like (laughs) I know he's there. People will spend hours trying to make a five minute video perfect. (laughs) Just let it go. What are your thoughts on that? The thing is how people are going to work with... If you are somebody that has a business where somebody's going to have to work with you, they're going to have to talk to you at some point to work with you, then live video is powerful. I will just flat out because I know that after I do a live video, after I interact with somebody, it's going to be the same way when they get on a Zoom call with me. I'm going to be whatever, Judy Fox, and I'm going to have my same energy and I... I have a bit, I, I know who I am. And if you like getting advice the way that I tend to give it, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a little bit of, I've been told it's a little bit of like a hard fist, but it's soft and fluffy and it's got, <laughs> but like I punch Pete, like I'm like, hey, you have to do like wake up, like let's go. Because if you're going to make business happen on LinkedIn, you all the things we're talking about they lead up to getting business 
And business is a bit of a... How do I say this? There are certain things you do right and certain things you don't do. Like you're asking yourself, why are people not replying to my direct messages? Then I'm your punch. Why are people (laughs) not watching my video? I'm your punch. Because I can tell you why most of the time. I can be like, look, you didn't earn the right to earn their two minutes of watching your video. We got to dial you back to 10, 20 seconds. Let's upload a video that's super short, a small micro clip of Dealcasters Live, a micro moment where we were laughing and having a good time. And you can talk about how this show has impacted you and your brand. Or you do a story about you are 10 episodes in and the five things I learned from doing 10 episodes on Amazon. I, there's so many posts. I've got posts for you for days, everyone. So <laughs> We just got live coaching, Jim, from yes, Judy Fox. But I want you to invoice. ramp up. So if you're going to join LinkedIn Video, if you're going to join LinkedIn Live, uh, start out your first show with something that is m- more memorable. Like if you if you were going to do all the different things you could possibly do to start in a, what you might think of as maybe LinkedIn Live is saturated... Start out with something memorable. Have a great banner like this. By the way, I need... like If I'm going to do a LinkedIn Live show, I obviously need whatever you guys are doing. So <laughs> just FYI. Well, need, well we, we might be able to help you with that. You'll I have need to services. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know somebody who does all this stuff. <laughs> I need services. Um, I don't know how to do all of this, but I know how to have fun on camera. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes, you do. I think um, you know one thing I wanted to talk uh, with you about, and you you mentioned it. You're you're focused very much on live, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're telling people you need to go live, but it needs to be short. You got to dial us back. And I think um, live video, obviously, well, I went we're through live 10 right seconds now. Of a live video, by the way, sure. I was saying ten seconds of an uploaded right. video to tell you about a live video that I was doing. Okay, got it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But I think. Part of it is that when people know it's live and they see that it's live and it's not something that is uh, washed with, you know, edits and pulling in, um, you know, transcripts and, and words and it's got all the, you know, you could just tell it was just somebody paid somebody else to take whatever you're doing and make this video. It comes across, you know, it doesn't come across genuine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's something that's live and it's kind of like why Instagram live, I think works well for what it is. I sure wish we could be on Instagram live right now, but you can only go live on your phone. You can't do all of the stuff that we're doing right now. Kind of like so Clubhouse. It's, right. It's different. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, it's rough around the edges. You, there's you're going to say ums and you're going to say ahs and there's going to be a shot up your nostrils because you're holding the phone like this or whatever. And people seem to be okay with that. They're a little more forgiving, maybe even a lot more forgiving on platforms like that. So do you do you see that with 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 LinkedIn and other platforms as well? Yes. The live stream I did this morning, we actually had a lot of technical difficulties. And so we had audio problems. We were just rolling right through. And the exam, and we were talking about LinkedIn video. And I said, this is how you show up and you lead. You're a leader. And a leader is somebody who says, you know what? There's nothing like to honor the space and say, if we were having some technical difficulty right now, whatever it would be. We would say to the audience listening, thank you for your time so far. If you can still hear me, I'm still here, but it looks like we're having some technical... Now people are going to be watching this and be like, what technical difficulties are you having? <laughs> um, but that's the example. Like You have to just honor it. And if, it, if the transmission cuts out... Oh my gosh, I'm like predicting a horrible thing happening here. But like, if everything just went to whatever... When you say people are forgiving... I just think instead of thinking about them giving forgiveness, I just think about it's just people who are just kind and nice and accepting. And they would hope, I think they also think in their heads, if they were doing a live stream, that people would be kind to them. So to be honest, do I think it's a, it's like, Yes, I want you to be selfish out there because I want you to think, I hope somebody's kind to me if something ever happens to my live stream. (laughs) So... Yeah, that was absolutely. flipping it back on the audience members. Things are going to happen. You've got to, you know, not get frustrated with it. It's just like being in business. Things are going to happen. How do you move forward? And with video, right? Anything could happen, right? Even when you're sitting there filming on your phone, right? You might have, uh, if you're in a public place, right? What do we call them? Uh, like 
I guess they're called video bombers if it's a video as opposed to photo bombers. Uh, and are you going to edit that out? You know, or because you might have just said something it might be funny. <laughs> yeah, it could be funny. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so it's just you just you just never know. And uh, I think even we we had a a couple weeks ago we had um, Russ uh, Russ Johns on our show and his camera like started the battery started like going out and so we could still hear him and the screen was black but we just kept like you know hey that's hey. what happens <laughs> i think my favorite is ross brand had me on his live stream and you know ross right yes. like yeah so he had me on his and i i it was a pretty long show and we had multiple people so i wasn't the only we had like four squares and well, we have multiple people right now. What am I talking about? But like, we were all equally kind of talking. Like it was more of all of us just like talking four squares, if that makes sense. And I meant to mute because I said, oh, hold on a second. So somebody else is talking. So I just tried to mute myself. Well, instead of muting myself, I was literally yelling in the live stream, like really loud. Yeah, you can get some cereal. It's okay. Like, blah, like I'm like yelling into the kitchen. But obviously, everyone has to stop talking because it's not muted. And I come back and I, I went from like yelling to looking, and everyone's just looking at me. <laughs> and it was full on real yell, like, because that's what you do. You yell, like, yeah, you can get the cereal. Yes. Cheerios is okay. Like whatever we were talking about. Like, yeah. Do you need help parent, with milk? Parent life, right? Parent <laughs> <Yes>. life. <laughs> Full on yelling. But that was even before 2020. So that was back in... I feel like the world of merging our personal and professional lives, I think that's also why I just... I'm full on LinkedIn because I definitely feel like that idea of other people realizing we we don't have a wall there's no there should have been no wall it should have been how do i balance my life not how do i balance my work life balance mm -hmm. i'm just living life and i really hope work is not that horrible that i don't want it to be part of my life so that's an excellent point. I think a lot of people, they talk about work-life balance, and I don't think it exists. I think it's... It's life it, balance. It's, How it's, do I balance my yes. life? 100%. Because if I carve out work, that assumes I, am, I have no ability to do anything that has anything to do with my life, and work is a huge part of my life. So how do I merge everything in? And I saw articles that I think are finally being acknowledged that we have things that we need to actually get done during the day. And the ability mm -hmm. to do them now is available to a lot of workers that weren't, they could never work from home because there were so many businesses that were rejecting home offices, but they were all forced to do it. And turns out it didn't all fall apart. I mean, for many companies, they did just fine remote working. Yeah, you talked about like not wanting to buy crappy stuff. But, you know, a lot of people, and, and this show is, you know, wanting to help people through that journey. Uh, a lot of the stuff you talked about for video, so, and also podcasting and gear. And one of the things that a lot of people do is they think they have to spend thousands of dollars to get um, the best gear uh, because Joe Rogan has that mic or, um, you know, whomever has those headphones. And the fact of the matter is you can get great stuff at affordable prices. And that's kind of like what we talk about. But in it, you have a number of things that you gave us that you've you bought that you use, uh, microphones and other and, and lights and stuff like that. So <laughs> I'd, I'd love for you to kind of maybe um, touch on that and, you know, maybe maybe why you like those particular products. So my computer comes with a camera that's set to purple. So if I go live with the camera that's on my HP Envy, no offense, HP, but it is purple. Like I, my hair is purple. I have early live stream videos of me that look like I have purple hair. And I just went live with it. So I do want to encourage you, go live because I went live... Just not just a couple years ago. It's not even like that long ago that I was going live on the crappiest camera on earth. It felt like I had no idea how to fix it, by the way. It was some like weird purple filter. I was like a cat, like that 
lawyer cat video. <laughs> I had no idea how to fix this purple thing and I had purple hair. So there you go. I went live with purple hair on LinkedIn. And now I have my Logitech um, C920. Yes, that's the one that, that I've used as well. It's a good, a very good one. Did I say my Yeti mic? You, you did say your Yeti mic. And then you have to pay attention to how you organize the sound yes. flow. I talk here? No. Talk here? Yes. There he is. That's important. A lot of people, I've seen people on live video and they speak directly into the top of their Blue Yeti. It doesn't work. I mean, you could hear it, but it doesn't sound as good as speaking directly into the side of it. Some people have said you have to get box lights if you have um, glasses or you want to get these different lights, right? And I challenged that and I said, well, what if I bounce it off the wall and then it bounces at me so I can still have a ring light and I can make it work because I already had it. Plus a ring light fits in my office better. So some people right. are struggling with like the size of their office. Right. My office is my dining room. This is my dining room right here. So Ooh. I raised my dining table light and pushed it up to the ceiling, shortened the chain. And then I just turned my whole office into my dining room is my whole office. So, because I really like that bookcases, I could see where you could even like shift your camera angle and have that as a nice backdrop. Oh, and people love that. They yeah. try to study what's on my bookshelf behind me. Oh, yeah. oh Jim, changing my life. Now I'm going to yeah. try to like, shift it. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, You've got have... a little bit of Scott Ayers going on there. Scott exactly. in his show has. The bookcase, and he'll do that. He'll move things. Yeah, Scott went and bought these little um, puck lights that change colors, and he just kind of planted them in you know little spots on his bookcase, just just as a little, not you know to you know you don't want to make people all tweak out, but you know it was just a little pattern interrupt, you know, going on in the background a little bit. So (laughs) this is hilarious. It plays, yeah, plays into everything that we talked about. Like if if you would have thought through that too much and like, how can I do this and not do this? And how can I, instead of that, I need to get, you might have not have done that video. I didn't know how to edit at that time. Edit in a way that I could, I don't know. I just, I just knew that I could film this. And so I just knew that if I was up in the camera turning it on, I figured I'd put on a good face and be like, "Ah, all right, I'm starting and now I'm going to back up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all up in the camera. I could probably direct you to that video because I think it's pretty funny. I was interviewing two... We were sitting on a couch and I was interviewing two people and they were like, you need one of those remote. And I was like, I don't have it. And I'm like, you know what? People can freaking download an app and put it on their phone and start their camera that way. You don't need all this. And this is the thing. I'm not even using it right now. Right. That's a shame. (laughs) I can start using it, but I just want people to know that you can get plenty of... You, You've, we've me, all made it this far without all that stuff. Exactly. I think that's a great point. People can get teaching and coaching because it has nothing to do with the equipment, business, and yes. sales. I'm not, here's the thing if I was a videographer and I didn't know how to use this, then I think you should have issues with hiring me. But <laughs> I'm claiming that I can get you business from things you do that drive traffic that sell you from how you positioned your sales script, how you positioned your social proof, how you position yourself on all of these platforms to position your sales. That's different. That's my jam. But no, I don't know how to plug in all the cords. So <laughs> and, well, and the most important thing is your jam. That's the most important thing is the content. People forget it's not your mirrorless camera that's going to get you found or get you a job or get you a lead or get you whatever. It's what you're saying. It's so that people, as long as people can see you and hear you and get what is you, that's the most important thing is that is the content so they can hear what you're saying. I will give you my three pillars. Oh, yeah. There we go. Build trust. Yes. Be memorable and be have a great build a rep, good reputation. So what think about hopefully what both of you will say behind my back after I'm off the show. So there you go. <laughs> That's my reputation. What you say about me that I didn't hear is my reputation. <laughs> oh wow. Well then you'd be happy because because we say nothing but good things about you. But you can be intentional about your reputation yeah. and you can think about it. So we all know we know when it's not a good reputation. So I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> well, those people don't get invited to the show. So just so you know. <laughs> I got invited. It's 
seems like so long ago. But you gave an amazing talk at uh, Agora Pulse did a LinkedIn summit. And one of the things that really resonated with me because, you know, it is right. It's all this creating all this content. It's like, look, you don't have to create posts every day on LinkedIn. Just engage with people. I think you're, uh, was it try to engage maybe with 10 a day? Was that kind of your, mm-hmm. your, your formula? Yeah, it would be more powerful if you actually made 10... Again, again, we're coming from a place of touch points. People have to be aware that you exist. Literally aware. Nobody can hire you if they're not aware that you exist. Like, can we all agree on that? Yes. (laughs) I can't hire somebody that doesn't exist. So second, after they're aware of you, they need to evaluate you. And they don't necessarily, people don't go like wake up in the morning. I would like to evaluate Judy Fox. I would like to evaluate, but they've got things in their life that they're like, I'd love to solve this. I'd love to solve somebody setting up my whole system so I don't cry. I mean, I'm just going to be blunt. I was either crying or drinking, trying to set up sometimes both setting up a live stream. Twitch, OBS, like I don't even know all of the things. I just know that I figured it out and I did it for my kid and I lost the momentum to do it for me because I was like, oh, what do I do? So yes, there's things that you just wake up wanting solved for you. And if your business solves something, all you have to do is get awareness, be able to let people evaluate you. So show up, show up. When you get asked by Jim, you say yes. Like you're like, yes, you had me at hello. You had me at hey. <laughs> Remember you said that. I, I think I said that back to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so evaluate. And we all know evaluate is touch points. So if we need to add up touch points, that goes to what Jim just said. If you're going to get on LinkedIn and think about getting business, you don't have to post. It sounds fascinating, but posting has a look at me, look at me, evaluate me, evaluate me. But imagine if all you did was post once a week and the rest of the time you went out and created what I call reciprocal energy. What if all I did was go out and support Jim and you know supported everyone listening here right now? What if I went and liked and commented and supported your live streams and did this and did that? Can you imagine if you had a business who was supporting people's live streams and you went out and supported their live streams? There would be a bit of reciprocal energy of touch point evaluations. Wow, he showed up for me. I'll show up for him. They show up for you. They see that you have a great show. I mean, again, I don't know what exactly I'm trying to sell here for you, both of you. But the point is getting people to watch your show gets more sales because that's more touch points, more evaluation points. And then there's the business. Hey, I saw you on Dealcasters. I saw your 10th episode. I saw the 50th episode. I saw the 100th episode. I watched all the past episodes. That's the whole point. You created that many touch points. You didn't have to be there for all of them in the future. So now you have a catalog of 100 episodes and you only needed 20 episodes to get a sale, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's gold. It's gold because it's... And you you touched on it and it's... I think too many people are are going into this thinking what they're going to get as opposed to what they should be giving. And that's what you're talking about. How can I support this? And you're not not saying, how can I support this so so they support me back? You're Mm -hmm. you're You're not saying that, right? You're saying, what if you do that, put that out, into LinkedIn, the world, whatever, and then go support people because mm-hmm. that's being a good person, right? And um, it's also, you're going to get that back. It's, yeah, I love uh, that, that term, reciprocal energy. I think that mm-hmm. that's a I can never term. say the law of reciprocity. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't ask me to say that. <laughs> but the, it is a law. Like the world is covered in... reciprocal energy. Your neighbor helps you out. Are you more likely to help out your neighbor? It's all over the place. We know that we're more likely to hire somebody that's number one in our orbit. But also if they... Sometimes it's the bare minimum because some people are not even doing the bare minimum. If that makes sense. That sounds so bad. But there are... Especially in depending on what industry you go into and you're trying to sell, that... When I tell you on LinkedIn, your comments are visible. 
and you're, if you show up as a leader in your comments, the ability for you to get business is extremely high just from commenting. Right. And it's more than just saying, great post. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Put a little substance behind it. And I, and I see this too, because I, I teach uh, you know, so- social media workshops and they'll say, well, how do I get more followers? It's like, well, first of all, what are you doing for people to want to follow you back? Are you are going the and engaging? Are 100 followers already active and engaged? Right, right, right. You know, or uh, it was funny. I was telling Chris, I, I can't remember where the conversation was happening. It might have been on Clubhouse. It was on Clubhouse. <laughs> we have 85,000 people in our Facebook group. How do we get people to follow us on these other platforms? And somebody said, why don't you just focus on those 85,000 first mm. instead of thinking you have to go to another platform? Because 85,000 people in a Facebook group would be a nice problem to have. If they were active. Or, I mean, if well, you got eight, you know, 84,920 are asleep, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of like some people on clubhouse stages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What would be your big takeaway for people that really want to improve their video? What do you think they they should focus on. It doesn't necessarily need to be the tech, but what is maybe from your perspective, the technique that maybe people are not thinking about? Pick up their energy before they get on video. Energy energy converts, energy sells, energy... It's not about being fake. So I don't think I'm giving you fake energy vibes right now. At least I don't think I am. No. Um, <laughs> but if you've got a way to carve out space in your energy field, whatever that looks like for you. Like, I mean, we all have different things. I mean, Chris is drinking coffee to get some energy. If you're not feeling well and you try to film video, it can come across. And I know that times that I wasn't... When somebody says, Judy, you need to send me a video and I'm trying to do something, I'm not... I'm better on live stream because it's on my calendar. But if somebody all of a sudden says, hey, we're doing a video campaign and we'd like you to join our campaign, but we have a short time frame and we don't have very long to get this video out, I've technically had a harder time doing it because I didn't have it on my calendar and I didn't time block my energy around it. So I do have to say, if you have a show, you know you're always doing a show at a certain time... That allows you to carve out areas of what I energy work. I mean, the ability to carve out what drains you, what lifts you up. So for example, I don't do sales calls on Mondays and Fridays. Mm. I've learned that I will pack sales calls into the middle of my week because I've learned it's not that sales calls are... They're just a different energy exchange. Mm. So if I want to meet new people, do new uh, discovery calls, because they're basically discovery calls. I'm discovering, I'm interviewing you, you're interviewing me, we're deciding if we're a good fit to work together. So that's the best thing you can do for video. I try. I was glad to see this was on Friday because I was like, Friday's my fun day. So (laughs) I have my clients on Mondays and Fridays a lot. And I love... like I have a good time. like Because I want to have a good time. I think we can get transformation if we're having a really freaking good time. Yeah. So I just did a sales call right before this. And oh my goodness gracious. I need to probably write a book on this topic. But I t- today's episode of me on video with that that sales team. And I'm like literally talking to you. And there's only... Is, it's a chemical sales team. We're selling chemicals. That I am training sales on LinkedIn. And I'm telling them that... <laughs> that sales is like tickling. So I went down my hole and it was the tickling episode today of sales is tickling. And that's my module because it is, you don't, you don't walk up to strangers and start tickling them. Like that would be weird. (laughs) So I equate direct messages. You have to find out where we talk about finding people's pain points, Mm. find their tickle spot. Wow. It makes it so much more enjoyable (laughs) if you're thinking about tickling. But now I'm embarrassed that I just said all that. Well, no, it's true. How many times do you get a a direct direct mail on LinkedIn from somebody Mm -hmm. multiple times? And it's like, 
You know um, they're looking. I don't even face. know. I don't. I don't even know you. Are you gonna like you know buy me dinner first? Like what is you know? <laughs> they're like, what's what are happening your goals for twenty twenty one? And you're right. like, tickle, 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 tickle. You know, <laughs> hey, yeah, touch me. I'm not. I'm not ticklish there. So you don't you even don't know me. Try to tickle somebody right away on LinkedIn. Just <laughs> <laughs> See, it's so much fun to work with me. So that's why energy. <laughs> that was the long answer to. Think about when you do videos, when you can show up best and give your best energy on camera, because that's what's going to come through. <laughs> yeah, don't Rocks. don't force it, right? Because I think that's to your point. If if someone said, "Hey, we'd like you to put a video out for tomorrow because we want to get it out as part of this compilation," you're kind of like, "Oh my gosh, really wasn't ready to do that." So I I, I love that idea that you give. It's like, hey, I, I want to kind of time block when I'm going to do my videos mm-hmm. because then I can mentally prepare for it. I mean, because like we've been preparing for this for, for weeks because we knew this was coming. And that, and that's, you know, we were excited. Speak for yourself, excited. Jim. I was like... <laughs> well, you had a bunch of other stuff going on. I, I like this video graphic guy. He, he hung all that stuff around. It's that's, one thing to be prepared with questions or conversation, but also it's, it's just energy. Like literally... It, we could get on and talk about a lot of things and I could just talk and hang out. And I mean, honestly, I'll go as long as you guys are going to go because I can talk forever. Just if you haven't noticed that by now. Yeah. We touched on it. It's fun. We do this because it's, it's fun. We have a blast. Doing yes. it. If, if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. I don't yeah. care if it was, we, well, we had if no it was idea. a lot of money, I probably would still uh, do it, but uh, it's not uh, a lot yeah. of money. But, but it, well, but it's like we joke, right? It's, it's more money than the other live streams we do on those other channels. And <laughs> it's funny because we had no idea what to expect. I mean, other than the fact that Chris and I wanted to finally had an opportunity to work together on, on camera and just, you know, to have, you know, fun people like you that, uh, you know, you can try to tickle us. It's a little hard through the camera, though, Judy, just so you know. I tickle but, uh, in those DMs, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're not here to solve everyone's bad DMs, but we're here to um, get you the results that you want. So yes, if you start tickling people in your DMs, then you'll get better at direct messages. <laughs> yeah. And something that Judy does that... Uh, and I think Twitter finally caught on to this, Judy, but Ooh. they are starting audio DMs. And that's something that um. I know a lot of times when we communicate, you'll actually send me an audio DM, which you know takes about... It probably takes less time than typing it, you think? Yes, especially because I have 45-year-old thumbs. So I turned 45 last week. And I don't... Thank you. And I don't... Um, there's people I watch them use their phones and I'm like, I don't use my phone like that. So I like do like hunt and peck finger typing. Am I the only one that does that? Yes. Yes. Oh, Chris says yes. So (laughs) it takes me so long. I can't remember who it is, but somebody recently was like, Hey, you know, I want to get a hold of you. I assume text messaging. And I was like, Text messaging is the worst way to get a hold of me. If you text me, it's like a black hole of like, finger hunt pecking for letters. Whereas if you send me a direct message, I can audio, I can type on my keyboard. I mean, I'm an you old can, person. so You can audio with your text with your iPhone too. Yes. Oh, that's different. Okay. So, okay. I won't complain about the iPhone, but <laughs> basically the audio messages exchanged through that. If I don't mm-hmm. listen to it right away or if I tap on it to almost listen to it and I don't have a chance because that happens with a kid. A kid all of a sudden runs sure. in, it's bleeding, something's happening. Then the message disappears. Yeah. I've That's lost true. so many messages and I'm That's like, true. I don't know what you said. I think you point. left. And then the conversation drops down again and doesn't look like I replied. And then I can't tell that I replied. And I'm like, I think mm-hmm. I replied to you or I never did. I can't remember. So... Sorry, iPhone. You're yep. screwing up your voice message. So, uh, something they can work on uh, along right. with... Yeah, so... Th- now, Judy, this has been a lot of fun. We'll have to have you back if you'd like sometime. Yeah, because yeah, I got so a lot much. of equipment. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you. We'll <laughs> we get this other... We where like you showed me. Cam Link is getting attached. We can yes. do a live. demo show. We can get you set up live on Amazon. How does that sound? Oh my gosh, yes. What, hap- <laughs> what would happen if I unplugged everything and I tried to plug this in live? We would experience all the... 
ins All the and things outs that of can go wrong. Right. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Vaughn, you you went live with a purple camera. What is this is nothing compared well, to Well, I will Come tell on. you what my hopes and dreams are for live streaming, but we'll do that private. So everyone else is on like they're uh what's that word? Wanting more. Yes. So you're gonna want more of Jim and Chris because I will shout them out when they help me do the thing that I want to do. But now that sounds wrong. But <laughs> I I have ideas for what I'm going to do on live stream. <laughs> I, have, I have ideas. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, well, before, I'm going to stop talking. I'm like, everybody who here attended PodFest, what was your main takeaway? Please come up on stage. Hot mic, hot mic. Nice. So that's how I run a room on Clubhouse. <laughs> it was a little glimpse. <laughs> do you uh do you have a, a moderator that you like to use for your Clubhouse rooms? Or Duty do you Fox. just kind of... Okay, she, so you're just her, like she's her own best moderator. I do run my own rooms. I don't, I don't quite yet have my best moder. I'm high energy fast, so I pop a hot mic all around. That's my jam. Because awesome. why tell people it's twenty or thirty seconds? Just tell them like I ramp up the level of hotness on the mic, and I'm like this mic is lava hot. So then I don't have to tell them it's 20 seconds or we're keeping it like 10 second intros. I just tell people the strength of the hotness of the mic. Like it's a lukewarm mic. It's pretty chill. You can you can hang on the mic and hold it for a little while, but there you go. It's a cold <laughs> mic. You can hold on to it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, because there are some people on there. They they like to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's easier to interrupt somebody when you've told them it's a hot mic. Then it's kind of fun because you get to say, "Hey, hot mic, hot mic, uh, let's let's pop it back." Nice. <laughs> so it feels different than, "Hey, I wanted to keep it to twenty seconds." That's like so. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I run All a fun right. room. I kept three hundred people in a room with me for four hours. That's a wow. long room. Oh, wow. Wow. And I was the the mod and the entertainment. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, definitely could see that. Judy, thank you so much for for joining us and hanging out for as long as you have, and given so much of your not only your time but seriously amazing information. I really hope that those that have watched and listened uh, have gotten out as much as I have. Think of my new background. Yes, yes. Hit uh, you know, go to hashtag Fox Rocks and let Judy know what you think of the background. Thanks so much for joining us, Judy. Jim, you want to take us out? Yeah, thanks again, everyone. Thank you, Judy. Remember, Fox Rocks. If you need a Fox Ears, it's not too late. And you can also, if you didn't follow her, you can also get the Fox as well. Because, you know, Judy, you're amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you all on another (laughs) show soon. Thanks for listening to Dealcasters. Congratulations, you've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow Dealcasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else. If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening. And you know the deal. Don't fear the gear.